morning, good afternoon, good evening, no matter where you may find yourself as you listen to this. And welcome to the podcast that loves you 3000. Man, I had to, I had, to, had to be the homie, though. But you'll tune into another episode of It's a Black and White Thing. I am A1, one half of the dynamic duo. Please remember, you can go to SoundCloud.com backslash Brains and Bars to check out every episode of the podcast. I'm assuming, I mean, you know, the guy who runs the site is in the building, so I'm assuming it's still up. You can go to AmpedEntertainment.net. I don't know if we're still there. We shout it out every week, though. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, you can go to okay. GoDaddy.com and see if <laughs> AmpedEntertainment.net is available. <laughs> if you yeah, do purchase yeah. it, let us know. <laughs> under construction. All right, all right. So that's cool. While that's under construction, we still got y'all. We still got the streets unlocked. You can go to Spotify. You can go to Google Play. You can go to Google Podcasts. Anchor, iTunes, search hashtag Brains and Bars. You can find every episode of It's a Black and White Thing until we get AnthonyEntertainment.net back up and running. As usual, we are in the Humble Ones abode. Uh, shout out to the homie B. Harris. You can help support the homie B. Harris by looking up Puss in Boots Gaming. Um, the fives or s's no the s's are fives i'm sorry puss and boost game he's got a new video up entitled mr x bites the dust resident evil 2 gameplay go to his page check out the videos they're hilarious and when you do tell them that uh a1 sent you so um as always i'm here with my homie my ace a world what's going on man back like i never left what's up man good to be here shout out to be humble once again for letting us rock out shout out to the guests we got here you can hit up my website that's not under construction at imaward.com you can catch all the hyperlinks there follow me on social media i'm annoying on twitter um i'm cool on instagram and facebook i really don't care about it anymore but it's good to be here man yeah 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 so real quick because i didn't do that you can also follow the show by going to facebook or twitter searching at Brains and Bars, you'll be able to follow the show. We're more active on Twitter than we are Facebook, so please follow us there. And we got a couple of special guests in the building tonight, so we'll start off with uh, Mr. Uh, Reese Nichols. What's going on with you, man? What's good, man? It's your boy, Reese Nichols, man. Y'all know what it is. You can catch me still, amprecords.net. You know what it is. That site is up. You can follow me on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, all that. You can follow me on Facebook where I get more likes than A-War at all times. You know what it is. Hi, right, cool. <laughs> and also joining us in the building, um, you know, from the same difference podcast. You know, also we also held it down on uh the nearest exit podcast. Shout out to the homie uh DJ Trey. Uh the Los Factor, what's good? What's going on with you, man? Uh hello. Uh I am the Los Factor and um I'm happy to be here. And um yeah. Cool. I don't really have much to say because I'm a little awkward right now because I wasn't expecting to be my turn when clearly I was the next person that needed to talk. Um, and also, you stole everything I was going to say because I was going to say the same <laughs> in this podcast and all that. But you also can look at my blogs on the losefactor816.blogspot.com. So there's blogs on there. They haven't been updated in a while. But you know what? They will be soon. Yeah, okay. So, That's what's up. Under construction, right? Under construction. Under, well, yeah, under construction. And uh, A Ward is eager to speak about something that was said by you. And I'm just anxiously awaiting oh, his yeah. comments. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go ahead. Go no, ahead. I just I just think that there should probably be a limit on how many podcasts and blogs that we actually like shout out, especially like 
since we're on episode like 50 by now if we're shouting you out you know we need to get a little bit of bread so um tell you know tell whoever is in charge of the nearest exit podcast that uh this will be the first and last time we shout him out unless uh he wants to hit the paypal so hey you know you you own half the rights to this show so you know hey you what, what that's law now you know what i'm saying if you want to shout out we need you to hit the paypal you heard me after if that I picture, am. I don't care how much he, he paid. After the picture we seen today. <laughs> I was going to say something about that. If I am on the podcast, I'm going to shout my stuff out without hitting the PayPal. I mean, but you kind of like family at this point. So, okay. you know, you good. You so good. Okay, near good. Exit, you know, it's not you, family is what we're saying. But, but you know, do you know how you know when you're family? How's that? When people take their day during a monsoon yeah 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 talk about it talk about it right talk about it so when when one of when one of your friends this is how you know he's family when he says i need help moving first off mm-hmm. if you say yes yeah. he's probably family yeah yeah if yeah, you wake yeah. up that day and it's and literally noah is next door building an ark <laughs> yeah and you still say you know what i'm gonna go help him move he's the, probably family. the rainbow and then Man. if you're if you're like Reese and you totally forget to wear the right clothes and Bro. you look down at your dress shoes and you say my shoes are still wet. <laughs> it's a whole 24 hours later. My shoes are still wet. They have not returned to normal color. And I don't even know if they will. They might be ruined. <laughs> well, well, I can say this. And he I... gave me a TV with no cord. <laughs> uh, first of all, you. You you saw the TV, you asked for a TV, and I said, cool. I'm sorry, but I've been moving at that point for probably like eight or nine hours that day. I, I forgot the court. My bad. You know I'm what I'm saying? saying? I get My it. bad. I'm just saying, bro. I can't plug it up. <laughs> Listen, <laughs> if you put it in your car, I can get it from you next time so you won't have to have No, that. you can put the court in your <laughs> car. <laughs> no, no, no. You can play about the TV so we get the court. I mean, so we get the TV back, and then we'll just fix that. Thanks. Yeah, so we got a lot going on. We got a lot going on. But we do appreciate everyone who faithfully listens to the show. I know we were off for a couple of weeks. Yeah, I need to ride to the airport tomorrow, so who gets <laughs> Better go ahead and drop this joint tonight. Maybe one of our listeners will come through in the clutch. <laughs> Ew, so we appreciate every all the faithful listeners. If you're a new listener, welcome. Um, we normally start off every show with uh, what I've learned, but we kind of we switching things up this week. Um, so we're gonna actually start off this one with what A Ward is looking forward to first. What's A Ward looking forward to? The reason we're switching this up is because what happens is A One talks for like forty five minutes on what he learned, and then he asks me, "What are you looking forward to in this forty five seconds?" <laughs> so, <laughs> so what is A Ward looking forward to? A Ward is quite pro- probably quite possibly. Um, the only person that you know right now that has still not seen the Avengers movie. Um, so that's what I'm looking forward to this week is finally being able to uh, to not have to duck all of the spoilers and to go this weekend. I think they said it grossed over one billion dollars. Like is that 2. right? 2. Yeah, something crazy. And like I think that uh, Infinity War was like 250 million. So to like put it in perspective is like incredible. Like to be like four times that amount or whatever. So I'm looking forward to that. Um, obviously, sports wise, looking forward to continuing watching the NBA playoffs and uh, and uh, reading more on how much uh, money these college basketball players kids are getting. So, man, that's 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 kind of what I'm looking forward to. 
That story, man, that story about the, was it the Kansas coach? Which coach that went broke? It's either Kansas or Arizona, mm-hmm. where he was dipping into his personal bread to pay those kids. Like, mm-hmm. and he's just like, bruh, like, there's no promise of a head coaching job in the future. Like, you're spending your bread, and now you're in jail. Like, you're taking one for the team, literally. How much do you love basketball? Not that much. Not that I'm going to dip into my personal funds to get no players there. Y'all, I mean, y'all not y'all ain't even give me no IOUs. Like I'm just out here, and now I'm in prison. Nah, fam. Like I'm take look, listen, little. She was like, why, why are they snitching? Because if I'm going down, I'm taking the whole ship with. I'm not going to jail by myself, bro. This is also the podcast that is not uh, co-signed by the streets. <laughs> so this podcast just lost all street credibility. Yeah. Listen, listen. And if you don't the want views to be a I do not co-sign that. The views listen. of A1 are not the views of Reese Nichols. Yeah. <laughs> everybody that. Air like, records are not if you don't want, If you don't want me turning state's, state's witness against you, I don't do no dirt Here's my thing. Here, here's my thing. Don't do the dirt with me though. Like if you do dirt with me and you snitch, bro, we have an issue. Now, just don't do dirt with me. You know this what I'm saying? True. This like, is true. Like, 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 that's the thing. These people are willingly doing these things with everybody, and since they get caught, they're gonna snitch and tell everybody. Like, bro. Listen. You shouldn't have been doing it if you if, like. Then you should have been doing My it. My pops told me this, and this was for people like A One. Okay. He said, "Don't tell anybody what you're doing. That way, when they get questioned, they can honestly say they don't know." Hey, I'm <laughs> with that. If I ask you what you up to, I'm chilling. <laughs> no, you know what I'm saying. I ain't got to know. I'm I'm gonna be looking at the Casey Star like, dang, for real. I didn't, man. I didn't know. Like. <laughs> So yeah, just don't tell me. You know what? Hey, and it's it's great you said that. I'm gonna tell you a, a quote my mom's told me. She said, Three may keep a secret if two of them are dead. <laughs> Real talk. That's that's the quote my mama told me. Three may keep a secret if two of them are dead. Why oh. that's why wise that's words. Facts. That's wise facts. words. That's facts. A one don't know nothing about that. I'm putting that in the song. <laughs> <laughs> hey, 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 I'm going to need you to hit my mom's PayPal. <laughs> Yo, but anyway, man, see, this is what happens. This is why we, why what we learn ends up taking 45 minutes because we end up getting on these tangents. And then it's like the, the, oh, we, we've we gone this. for 30 minutes. Bro, we just got, you just snitched. Like you just, <laughs> what like, you talk- like, like you're like four seconds away from talking about snitching. And you just snitched. Blame I told it, blame you, everybody else. Bro, don't chill. do don't you ask me to do no dirt. Like you don't ask me to do no dirt. You went quiet over no. there. So A War started it, and I had to provide a defense. Uh, that's what he would tell. <laughs> <laughs> that's what he. Just name it, name it, name That's what he was saying. Oh. My dude uh. dropped a dime quicker than Russell Westbrook <laughs> trying to do it for Nipsey. <laughs> Oh my gosh, right, bro. Man. That was oh, the man. quickest name drop ever. <laughs> so, what we I learned this A-word. week, man. <laughs> what I learned this week. All right, all right, all right. Here's the first thing I learned this week. Listen, do not jump in my mentions if you're scared. And if you're scared, go to church. All right. So, I am one who likes a good debate. I like to be challenged. I will do the challenging, Thanks. right? My Twitter timeline is full of different opinions. 
I don't care. You can jump in my mentions and tell me I'm wrong. I'm willing to listen to you. Um, it's not often that I'm wrong. But if I'm wrong, I would be like, yeah, okay, you got me. You got one on me. Twice in the last couple of weeks, people have jumped into my mentions, decided to tell me that I was wrong. Then when I challenged them on why to prove a point, to say, what have I, what have I said that is incorrect? They decided, well, we won't see eye to eye, so I'm just going to bow out at this point. I'm telling you now. The next person to jump in my mentions, tell me I'm wrong, and then refuse to have a conversation with me about it. You're getting blocked, you're getting muted, and you're getting reported as spam. That's what we do to God. <laughs> okay. Sometimes he jumps in your life and tells you you're wrong, and you block him, and you mute him, and you report him to spam. Man, if you don't get out here with that, that Jesus got weird. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that got weird. It's because I'm supposed to be a Bible study right now. Oh, okay. And I, I, I'm, yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm not, you know, I'm not in the sports mode right now. Because I told a pastor I would come to Bible study, and then I felt bad today when I forgot. <laughs> Listen, like I told, like I told Marcus, we're having a devotional. It is centered around Russell Westbrook. It is called Unyielding Faith, shooting your shot even when your shot is broke. So we're gonna get to Russ in a minute. But I'm just saying, you jump in my mentions, you tell me I'm wrong, and then you just want to, oh, we're not going to, we just going to agree to disagree. No. Okay, that's fine. You're blocked. You'll never see anything I have to say again. Um, <laughs> I just, I just, I can't abide by that. Like, it's just not how I get down. If I'm going to tell somebody I'm wrong, I'm going to present my viewpoints. Either they'll think I'm wrong or they'll agree with me. End of story. If we agree to disagree, let's have a discussion first. Anyway, next thing I learned, um, I'm positive I can be an NFL GM. I've been saying this for years. I am positive I can be an NFL G. I see the looks on the faces of the people in the room. Let me tell you right why. Right after he beats Ray Allen in a three-point contest. Let me tell you why. <laughs> Y'all can be. I'm, I'm just going to Eurostep right on past Never that. Never happened. Never. I'm going to Eurostep on past that. Y'all can be NFL GMs. Oh, Y'all can be NFL GMs if y'all wanted to. Listen, 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 listen. NFL draft. Cardinals have the number one pick. Steve Kime, uh, general manager for the uh, the Cardinals. Has a, a guy he selected with the 10th overall pick last year. Everyone knew that they were taking Kyler Murray. Everyone knew that Josh Rosen was not going to stay in town. He did not start taking calls until the draft started. So they, right before the draft starts, he starts taking calls on, on who wants Josh Rosen. At this point, teams are, are locked into their plans. He wanted a first-round pick. No one was going to give him a first-round pick. Now, I think he ended up getting a Third round pick, I think, from Miami for Rosen. He got the second. Was it sixty two? So maybe he did get the second. I thought it was the third it was, round. It, it, it might have been the second round. It was late, okay. late, it was late second because they traded back the first. They second traded round. from forty eight to yeah. sixty two or something. Okay, like so he that. ended up getting the second round pick for him. And it's just like, well, I mean, I'm great at procrastination. I mean, you tell if if that if that's what it takes, like it, I can sit around and wait to the last minute and start taking phone calls for draft picks if that if that's what he's doing. And then all I got to say next is Dave Gettleman. Dave Gettleman drafted your boy Daniel Jones at number six. We're going to get there. We're going to get there. All I'm going to say is when when prompted, no, because he's ready. He's ready. I have a question for him around that topic because A-Ward is ready. They asked him, you know, why, why Daniel Jones at number six? I love Daniel Jones. I saw him at senior bowl practice. I watched him go through a glorified scrimmage of a game. And I, after three series, I fell in full-bloom love. That is a direct quote, full-bloom love. I can just watch a guy go through an exhibition game and like his tape and be like, yeah, 
So, yes, I feel like I can be an NFL GM if these are the requirements. Procrastination, I'm great at. And just making snap judgments off of exhibition games. I do that all the time. This is what this show is built around. It's making snap judgments off of things that I've seen on TV. So, yes. So, you can be a bad GM. Hey, bad GMs get bread, too. They do. They get paid, too. Then they get fired. Hey, guess what? Send me, make sure you have my stub. <laughs> when I show up to get my stub, make sure you got that last check for me. He doesn't want to win. I do want to win, but I feel like I can. I can at least at at my worst, I can do those two things that those gentlemen did. Yeah, I give I give you that. You can Thank get fired. You. I can I can be a uh, uh, owner. Yeah, because I can go to the massage parlor. You wildin'. <laughs> you I mean, if we just gonna pick out one or two things that these guys do and say right. that because they did it, I can do it too. I you mean, wild. <laughs> you wild. I'm just gonna euro step that one and jump to my last thing I learned this week. Apparently, people want Russell Westbrook to be Ben Simmons. All right, so we gonna go ahead and get into this now, so we can move on to the next topic. Oklahoma City Thunder get eliminated. Not this. Not this past week. The prior week before. By the Portland Trailblazers. Series ends on a 37-foot jumper from Damian Lillard to end the series. And people, I feel like after LeBron James, Russell Westbrook is the most polarizing and most criticized player in the NBA. And as soon as this, as soon as the game is over, Russ shoots too much. Why does he take all these jumpers? He makes bad decisions. He costs the team the game. He's not this. He's not that. And I have repeatedly gone back and forth with people on Twitter. I broke my rule because my rule, if you go to my my Twitter my Twitter profiles at a one the LP all letters, I have a repeatedly. I will not argue with stupid fans in 2019. What did I do? I argue with stupid fans in 2019. Russ should not take jump shots. He shoots too much. And I'm going if you if he does not shoot, he becomes Ben Simmons. Because people will camp out in the lane and dare him to come in there and try to score over him. Russell Westbrook is not a perfect player. Yes, he does take too many threes. Yes, he does make bad decisions sometimes. But Russell Westbrook is still one of the top 20 players in the league. Oh, Fifteen top ten. Yeah. Oh, I had to look. I had to go through. The, I had to run through the list. He's the reigning MVP. He's not the. Stop saying he's the reigning MVP. Is Harden not? is the reigning oh, MVP. Well, he won it two years Harden ago. Harden won MVP. Then what well, did West, wow. Westbrook won it two years ago? Harden? Okay, the first year. <laughs> my bad. My bad. The first year he won. He he went to so, triple doubles. He won the MVP. Right. So okay. we got Westbrook. The first year the triple doubles. He won the MVP. My bad. He's one year removed from being the MVP. Right. Harden is the reigning, and then it's going to come down between Harden and Giannis for this year's. So Harden either goes back-to-back or Giannis gets it this year. All I'm saying is, is I mean, you made the thing that the triple-double's overrated, and I'm like, the triple-double's not overrated. Um, it's, it's overrated. It's, it's overrated. not overrated. If it was so easy to do, uh, everybody would do it. I ain't saying it's easy. He's saying it's overrated. It's, it's not things. overrated. He's won 80% of his games. Listen, that MVP season, he but, had but to I, put up those triple-doubles. He, he's, he's 500 in the playoffs average in a triple-double. Le, LeBron had a lot of triple-doubles this year. Do you know how many bum teams are out there <laughs> that you score 120, 130 points on to get, get 12, 14 rebounds? I mean, when, I it comes, when the rubber meets easy. the road. It, 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 triple-double is not easy. 
I'm not. I'm not saying that. I just say it's over. It's an individual accomplishment, but it's still a team sport. Yeah, so but, let so let's go back. Let's go back to the last three years. All right, with Oklahoma City and first round playoff exits. Number one, first year they lost KD. They were not prepared to lose KD. They rebuilt on the fly. That team was not going to get past the first round. And he shot under forty percent. Focus of the offense mm-hmm. at that point. Okay. Last year, and he shot under forty percent. Like, Melo, sorry, Los. Melo cost them that series. Melo cost. What, what he cost OKC he that called. series. He cost OKC oh. that series. Somebody who doesn't even play in a league anymore last year was 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 all of a sudden the most important. I didn't say he was the most important player. Melo defensively could not guard anybody in that series because they were trying to re-sign Paul George. Everybody knew this. This was an open this I mean it was an open secret. He could not guard anybody. He was not making shots. And if you go and look at the games they lost, look at the margin they lost by, look at Melo's plus minus, and there's your margin of defeat. Like, he could not guard anybody at that stage of his career. Have you looked at Russell's plus minus this year? I haven't looked at his plus minus this year. But I haven't gotten to this. I admit it's not good. I was the one who lamented the fact that Russell Westbrook was in decline late in the season. Because his jumper, his mid range was Because he's trying to get triple doubles he's every game. Yes, he is. He's trying to get triple doubles. He's very much every trying game. to get triple doubles no, every game. No, he's not. Yes, no, he is. He's not. overextending himself, going down in the paint to get rebounds that could easily be taken by other bigs. That's always been his thing. He just didn't start Even that. Even if it's always been his thing, he's always overextending himself to get rebounds. Because when he gets the ball, he becomes a one man fast break. So, again, you, you have been harping on his shooting. And my rebuttal to that has been, look at, so a a point that a few people made on Twitter, his teammates shot 60%, 70% in game five. He shot 31 or whatever his percentage was. And I said, okay, that's cool. How many of those shots did they create for themselves versus how many of those shots did Russ start the action that that ended up with them scoring? So now you're not even counting assists. You're counting he has the ball. He's the point guard. He starts the action of every play. Not every play. Sometimes some of that is Paul George. Some of that is Dennis Schroeder. I'm just saying Jeremy Grant is not getting buckets on his own. He got seven Steven, for eight. Because someone is getting him the ball. All I'm saying is this. First of all, I'm, I'm with A-Ward with him overextending himself. And I get he's a one-man fast break, all that good stuff, but a core fundamental of basketball is that a pass is quicker than a dribble. So if a big man can get the ball and he's already leaking out, that pass is going to start a fast break quicker than his dribble ever will. But every big man, all big men are not creating. You're not passing ahead to Steven Adams or Jeremy I'm Grant. saying that Steven Adams gets the rebound instead of Russell taking it from him. No, because the defense is already sprinting back at that point. So Russ gets the rebound. And there's like three guys already at half court. By the time he gets the rebound in two dribbles, he is where they are. You understand what I'm saying? I get it. But like, like some of the ways that Russ plays, I've seen you knock Kobe for the same exact stuff. Uh, that is so not true. That is tr- that definitely is so, true. That is like so some of the not shots true. That, that some of the shots that Russ take, if Kobe took the same shot, you would have a problem with it. But I but I I've already said, I started this off by saying Russell Westbrook takes bad shots. Like I've started off saying that all the, that some of the shots he takes he should not. So again, in that game five, he went three, four from eleven from three, thirty six percent. Now, granted, that's league average for him. That's great. He should not have taken eleven shots from three. However, Portland at that point was scheming him and just saying, "We'll live. Go ahead, Russ, take the shot." They live, and he's got to <laughs> now. At that point, he's got to do something different. Now, what that different is, I don't know. 
But he can't just take the shot because, well, I'm Russell Westbrook and they're daring to leave me open. This is my problem with with Russell Westbrook is, and, I, and it's kind of my same problem with LeBron James. Fundamentally, they have no go-tos. If their shot is not falling far flight from deep or in mid-range or whatever, like when you see Paul George, you see, you know, you see Kevin Durant. They all have like marks on the court. They have go-to fundamental, easy bucket type of thing. To me, Russell Westbrook and LeBron James is all built on athleticism. And once you clog in the lane or once their legs are tired and they can't just get to the lane easy, stuff like that, their game is done. Like they can't like they can't go down and hit the post like Kyrie and shoot an easy fadeaway like like a Paul George can shoot or something like that. They haven't developed go to moves in my opinion. So the problem with Russ is really the entire problem with his game right now is that his mid range is left him. Yeah, he was a a forty three percent I believe historically shooter from uh from mid range. So what does he go to now? He's still trying to go to that mid range, which is of, of those thirty one shots. Uh, more than a few were those mid range where those were his from his sweet spot. Yeah. So that fifteen footer back into someone down the paint, turn around, hitting the shot off the glass. Those were his go to shots, and he doesn't have it right. I mean, I hope it's not forever. But if that Is shot he tired, like, do you think that like from nah, years man. of having to carry? It started last year. It started last year where he first took the dip, and it's just only gotten worse. His free throw shooting has gotten worse as well. So I don't know if this is the end for that dude. Um, I hope not because he is my favorite player to watch in the league. Like I am admittedly a Russell Westbrook stand, but I'm also rational about who he is as a player. And that's why I'm saying like that. And when, and when I say that, that's why what I say what I say is because it's like I see the kind of same thing with LeBron happening. You know, and I feel like when you just depend your whole game is based on your athletic ability, that they haven't made the late career mm-hmm. adjustments that you've seen a Jordan and a Kobe make when their athleticism started leaving, they made the adjustments to still be valuable scorers and valuable to their team and still dominate, even though it's dominating in a whole different sense. And I haven't seen that from LeBron or, or Russell Westbrook. Go ahead, go ahead, Aware. I disagree a little bit, but I see what you're saying. Um, <clears throat> Russell Westbrook, the reason why I give him such a hard time after this series is because, like you said, you 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 consider him a top twenty player. I consider him to be a top ten player, and I hold him to the same standard that I hold LeBron James to. And <clears throat> when I'm looking at somebody who the you said is, is probably the second most polarizing basketball player, like he put himself there, like how how Russell Westbrook oh, carries no, himself, absolutely acts, not the triple doubles, the way he plays, the way he. Like, like he, he was getting killed when KD was. This is this has been going on since twenty ten. Well, the whole idea when, when KD was there was that he was hard to play with. Like, he's not hard. He's <clears throat> not a hard. I don't think he's a hard guy to play with. I think I think that's a media perception. I think our Victor Oladipo has said the work ethic that Russell showed in practice and in games is the reason it helped him become who he was once he got to Indiana. Exactly injured. Because that's how hard Russell Westbrook oh, plays. cut it out. <laughs> cut it out. Everyone thought Paul George was going to L.A. when he. Everyone said it was a stupid move by OKC. He's going to L.A. He's not going to stay for the very reason you said. He's a hard guy to play with. And he says, I saw the work that Russ puts in. We bonded. We became friends. And I wanted to stay. Let me ask you a question. It's, it's semi on topic and semi. It's just like a little. What do you think is more difficult for? A big to get 10 assists or a guard to get 10 rebounds? 
Um, probably a guard to get ten rebounds. I would agree because the guard is going in there with the big guys. Now again, with Russ's some of some of Russ's rebounds are they're letting him get the rebound. Like I don't again, I don't deny this. Some of his assists is him stat hunting. I don't deny those things about him. Okay, I just think that too much too much blame is given to him when he's not. It's not just like he's the only person on the court. No, but he. I mean, let's so, be honest. Let's be honest. The personality of how Paul George carries himself. And I'm not saying it's it's right, but you know the personality and how like a Durant and a George, you know, carry themselves compared to Russell Westbrook is there is part of the reason why. You know, man, we we want we want. I I guess I I don't see it as a problem, dude. He's he's a bad dude. And I don't see any problem with him carrying himself like I'm the baddest mother on this planet, and right. y'all can't do and nothing. Everybody with knows me. when that dude gets knocked out, people talk about it more. I that's but he that's why he said at the thing. I don't care what y'all got to say about me. I know who I am. I know what I can do. I'm gonna continue to be me. And I look at Russ. And I'm like, continue to be be you, Russ. Let do Westbrook you think be Russell Westbrook. Westbrook can lead a team to an NBA championship. Um, at the current trajectory, no. But he can be a heck of a number two. And quiet as it's kept, he's Paul, the number two now. Paul, thank you. Quiet as is kept. Now. Paul George is the is the in terms of playmaker, in terms of scoring ability, and that was my. That's thing. PG like, now. My knock wasn't really on Russ or what Russ did. My whole knock was more on Oklahoma City as a whole. I felt Oklahoma City as a whole had enough talent to win. To I I, I felt the series should have won seven. Like when I first seen that matchup, I said this is going to go seven, six to seven games. That was I mean, that was my saw the thoughts. Trailblazers lose the opener to you know, yeah, but that's one game. So we got to see what happens as the series goes. So on. for them only to win one, and, and granted the fashion that they lost the second game, but they lost that last game with a thirty-seven foot jumper. Maybe it went to overtime. Who knows what happens after that? But still, at the end of the day, I expected that to be a tight seven game series, and for them to only win one game as a whole, it was a disappointment in my absolutely. Opinion. And that, that was my whole knock is like Paul George had an amazing series. Somewhat. Like, Rush shot better from three than he did. Yeah. So, I mean, that's what I'm saying. I mean, I, I just feel like in the moments I seen Paul George show up. And. Cool, child. Right. <laughs> we got another guest. We got another guest. <laughs> we like to bring on. But I, I feel like Paul George did his thing like all year. And even in that series, I feel like Paul George was, was a great player. I feel like Russ had his moments as a great player too, and I get what you're saying when me and you discussed this off, off, off not on here, that they need more from their bench. OKC's bench is just not great, and but I still expect that even with their team versus Portland's team as a whole, I expected it to be a way more competitive series than what I've seen. I hear you. Look, Portland. C.J. McCollum got off. Dame, obviously, he played at a transcendent level that he had never – he's always been good, but it was something different in that series. Enos Cantor was uh, an NBA player on defense, and their role players played better than Oklahoma City. I think Dame is a better point guard than Russell was. Uh, it hurts me to say this, but at this point, that's the, that, is a, that is a fact. Yeah. I mean, don't you feel like at this point in the NBA as a point guard, like you have to be able to shoot the ball better than what Russell Westbrook can do? I don't think that if the 76ers, I don't, I don't think the 76ers could have Ben Simmons as their second offensive option. Like, like they got MB, they got Butler, they got like. That's why they went out and got old boy. Yeah, Tobias. Because they needed another shooter. 
Yeah, and so here's the thing, right? The difference between what you talked about Milwaukee, we got to wrap this up because we're like, we're past the 30 minute mark. We should have been in the next topic. But you talked about well, until MB went off, I'm not MB, but Giannis went off in the third quarter. Man, right he when was I looking, said he was looking trash. He was looking trash for most of that game. But part of that reason is, is when they get in the half court, Brad Stevens, better game manager than people manager, he basically walls off the lanes and says, you're you're going to take this jumper. Like, you're going to have to go through us to get to the rim. But the thing with Milwaukee is they surrounded him with shooters. So if I we have yet to see Oklahoma City with at least on the floor at one time two or three bona fide shooters. What would that offense look like if Russ is taking a man one-on-one, going to the rim, off a of pick and roll, and you got Paul George in one corner and let's just say J.J. Redick, right, for just just to throw out a shooter, or Kyle Korver, or just name some other shooter where you can't go, okay, now I'm going to drift off of my guy because I know Jeremy Grant is an okay shooter, but he's not knocked down. He's not a knockdown shooter. Terrence Ferguson, cool, not knocked down. Will Live if Schroeder takes a jumper. You know what I'm saying? Mark, whichever one of the Morai twins is sitting on, on Oklahoma City. Will Live, right? That's what I'm saying. So it... Team construction matters, and I understand why Sam Presti doesn't go for a bona fide three-point shooter because most of them can't play defense. So he's trying to get the Andre Robersons of the world and, you know, the Terrence Ferguson, who was shaky in terms of defensively. But he's trying to find those those type of guys and not a bona fide shooter because he wants to be good defensively. And Billy Donovan should be fired. Nah, yes. Billy Donovan Billy Donovan outcoached Steve Kerr. In 2016. Quick question. You talking about 2016? He outcoached him in 2016. Last year he could not bench Melo. They were trying to re-sign Paul George, and they had to show that they were going to be loyal to their vets. If he benches Paul, if he benches Melo in that in that Jazz series, when Melo was not on the floor, the point differential favored Oklahoma City. If he benches him, Paul George, Melo's a respected vet. They're cool. He's like, man, this dude won't even stick by his guy. When the when the pre, when the pressure got tight, he for, he left Melo out, out to winning. dry. Yeah. So I'm just saying, like that was I, mean, a, I get it. That was a chess move. But it was if it it cost him the series, but it was a chess move. Quick quick question, just one word answer. Better shooter, Simmons, Lonzo Ball. Lonzo Ball, like this is not even a question. Yeah, probably Ball. I mean, it's, at least Lonzo shoots it. Okay. I just wonder. Just wonder. Got like three point shooter, right? The like, shooter, period. Just, three pointer jumper, whatever. 15 feet, <laughs> right. eight feet. Floater. <laughs> Rondo is a better shooter than yeah, Ben Simmons. Man, listen, man. Ben Simmons, like, I don't use this word often, but I was triggered watching Ben Simmons be wide open from eight feet and act like he did not know what to do with the basketball. Like, I was just like, bro, you're open. Like, no one is. It, you're six foot seven, six foot eight. You could just. Just one hand. And he refuses to take those shots. So Stay in his head. I don't know, man. Y'all let us know what y'all think about. No, don't let don't let us know what you think about Russ, because y'all ain't gonna do nothing but make me mad. I already know. If you're not a Russell Westbrook fan, do not let me know what you think of Russell Westbrook. Because most of y'all sound like fools when y'all talk about Russell Westbrook. But anyway. Dame. Shout out to Damon Lillard, man. Hey. Forget Damon Lillard, man. Listen, Dame, you be- no, he was actually bossed in that first game. I think he put up 39 points. They just couldn't couldn't yeah. maintain the second half. Oh, he balled. You know what I'm saying? Portland, y'all better not lose this series because that They're means. They're going to lose the series. We'll talk about that in a bit. Anyway, we're going to get to this first song, man, because we're running super duper late. First joint, speaking of fake love, because somebody here claims that they're a Russell Westbrook fan, but then he always talking down on his Did name. Did I say we're a fan? 
I said I like Russell Westbrook. I'm a fan. I think I'm gonna go pull up the thing because I think the receipt yeah. said you said fan. I do think you said. I might have. You said, said fan. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So this song goes out. I might have said. Yeah. Yeah. This this goes out to all the, the people who like to show fake love. I've been down so long, it look like up to me. They look up to me. I got fake people showing fake love to me. Straight up to my face. Straight up to my face. So, Reese, I'm going to ask. Something ain't right when we talking. Something ain't right when we talking. So, this week's look like playlist is curated problems. by really, none other than Reese Nichols. No, you can't sign me. But why this song? You won't ever get to run me. Oh, man. I don't know. Like, when, when you hear me up and told me, like, this was the first song that came to my mind. Yeah, you know, I just think it's fitting, you know, with all with all the stuff that's going on in the sports world. I feel like, like even like you said, with people saying they love Westbrook, really dogging them out. You know, people hate Tyreek, then they chant Tyreek, then they dog Tyreek again, Tyreek again. You know, just you know, I can see you being not comfortable with some of the stuff we do. That I mean, you gotta dog him as a person. You know, fake love, like love somebody, you love somebody, you ride with him, you ride with him. You know? I've been so long hey man, it's getting like nice weather outside. I let your windows they look up to me. Turn this I got up. fake people showing fake Scream love it out. to me. Straight up to my face. They'll be changing his name. <laughs> Straight up to my face. So speaking of, let's go ahead and jump. I've been down so long and look like up to me. So if you didn't know that first joint, I'm on my lows. I'm not telling you what it is. I'm just playing the song. Shout out to the Same Difference podcast. Uh, that joint was Drake, fake love, and um. Yes, he's not on his lows. You know, we're going to jump into this next topic. Tyreek Hill. We we live in Kansas City. Kansas City is the town. And um, obviously, you know, making national headlines, the case of Tyreek Hill. Um, you, if you don't know by now, you know, his the saga of his child um, getting his arm broken. Um, he is losing custody of his son, investigated for battery, child endangerment, child and the thing neglect or some one of those words was used in there. Um, the case was closed. The criminal case was closed. But after Crystal Espinal, his fiance, played a video, a secret recording of the two of them speaking about this situation, the case is now reopened. He is on the NFL's inactive list or whatever list they put you on where they don't. They just basically want you out of the public eye, um, basically suspended indefinitely, but but with pay. So I mean, we can kind of go around the room, man. Like, what? Clean up. Did, 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 did he get put on the list already? Oh yeah, he's on that list. Commissioner's exempt list. Commissioner's exempt list. When? Yeah. Since when? Uh, that oh, happened like, like last week. No, like right around the draft. That's right? wrong. The Chiefs suspended him indefinitely. Told him to stay away Bro, from football activity. Well, that was true. The Bro. NFL has not yet placed him on anything. No, I think that yeah, happened. Yes, he, yeah, he has. He has. Do we want to take bets right here? Bro, <laughs> I mean, are we willing to take bets? I'm about to look it up now. You give me a drink at Uglies. Okay, you give me if do you want to get it on this. I, I, I read it right before I came here, <laughs> so the NFL has not done anything. The article came out said the NFL will probably not do anything this week because there's nothing else to keep him from but Chiefs activity, and Chiefs have already done that. He's not on the NFL exempt right. list. What is that? What is it called? It's called the NFL Commissioner's Commission Exempt List. Yeah. He's not on there. But I, while you look that up. I'll give my take on this. Um, I'm not supporting child abuse at all. 
I have two daughters, three years old, same ages, the twin daughter, same ages, Tyreek's son. So I'm not condoning anything that's going to hurt a child by any means. And anybody knows me when the news first came out, I was all on like, you know, because they just came out automatically as soon as the news broke and it was just an investigation. It was cut them, release them, do all this type of stuff. And I was like, we have no no facts of anything. And even with the, you know, and just being real, even with the the thing came out, all we seen, we got facts that he talks crazy to, to his fiance. And his way, I don't know how he hit his son in the chest. I don't know if the punch that she's saying is a manly punch, a slap in the chest. I don't know anything. Like, we really have still no facts on what happened. If he punched his child, I, I get it. You know, but to me, just without all the fact, I get it. If, like if he if if he gets let go or okay. whatever like that, or gets charged with a criminal child abuse, if he's sitting there punching a three year old in his chest, like I get that, I'm with that. But I feel like from a fan standpoint, or even just anybody outside of the situation, it's not enough proof of evidence of who done what, and people can hear anybody record some stuff or people say stuff in the moment of anger that may not be everything that it really is. So to me, just it hasn't been enough said for the outrage. Definitely when I don't see outrage with a lot of other stuff that's going on concerning some people, you know. So I just I wasn't agreeing with the outrage. If he done if he if the criminal case and all that finds him guilty and finds evidence that he done this stuff, by all means, whatever consequence he gets, he gets and he deserves. But I'm like to me some of the outrage is fake outrage and some people really don't care. Um, I'll say this about, uh, well, this is my take on, uh, Tyreek situation. Um, what we, what, what it has been, what, what, what we do know from his past of, uh, he has a past of abuse on his, um, baby's, uh, mother. Correct. And it doesn't help that it was. It was said that like that he hit her in the stomach, correct, while she was pregnant, correct. So that's his past. Um, I believe that there are things that he's done that has not helped this situation at all. I agree, and I believe that the things that are coming to him right now, they should um. I feel like he should look at it as uh, I think he should understand that he brought a lot of this stuff on himself. And I feel like that he should be dealt with according to the actions that he has done. And we don't know exactly what, what has happened, but he is not helping his case. And he's not helping people that support him support him because he's not doing and showing things that he's trying to help himself. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. So telling someone that you have abused that you should be afraid of me is a problem. After she telling badgered somebody, him for 15 minutes straight? Telling someone. When I just brought you back from Dubai? Telling someone that you have abused that they should be afraid of you is a problem. No matter what has happened. Okay. If I have hit you in the face and if I come back and say, yeah, bro, you should be scared of me. You know, what's going to pop into your mind. The time you, I hit you in the face. 
So when he said that to her, she's probably recounting the things that he's done to her. And you know what? There is some real fear that goes into that. Do you think she pushed him? Regardless of being pushed, he has a history of abusing her. This is true. And he told her that you should be scared of me. Now, if I tell you the person that I have hit in the face that you should be a scared of, that you should be scared of me, there is a inclination there that you know what does you can whatever. <laughs> that there that that there I could possibly hit you again. Yeah. I haven't said that I was gonna hit you again, but you know what? I have let you to own to believe that there's a possibility that I might hit you again. Yeah. And it's basically to shut it's shut it's to shut down the question. So he should and be so, punished so he should be punished because he made so a statement. There is I say, hold on, hold I, on. There's a precedent. I just somebody uh shout out to C Dot Carrington Harrington. I, I might have got his Carrington Harrison. My fault. Um, he put out a a tweet about that, and then followed it up with a Jimmy Smith, cornerback for the Baltimore Ravens, was suspended four games for threatening his girlfriend. But there was no proof. Her? There was no proof that he put hands on her. He made it's a threat to me is shut up or I'm gonna do this. Nah, but uh, you got to understand the power dynamics from there. the history of the abuse. I mean, I'm getting. Not I'm, a, I'm not, really playing. Hold up, hold up. Not there are so of many things. Listen, I'm really playing devil advocate here in these questions. Let me clear this up because I agree with everything Lowe said. Let's there, there are there are so many things said that unsaid that are said in statements. Yeah, body if, language. If if, if 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 I no one seen his body language. Listen, listen. Look, here, I'm talking about in the statement. Right. If I have robbed you before, right? And then I come to you and I, and, and I say, hey, bro, be careful walking to your car tonight. There's an inflammation that uh, like, 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 like there is something that like, hey, listen, this dude telling me to, to be careful walking to my car, man, he might rob me again. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. There are well, so many unsaid things. So that is a threat. I've just threatened you. I told you to be careful walking to your car, but that was a threat. And so him telling her, that yeah, you should be afraid of me. That is a threat. It is a threat. And so, and I'm not saying that the things that he's getting now is warranted by because uh, if he didn't do them, he didn't do them. All I'm saying is don't be surprised and don't be don't act like this is coming out of left field. It's like, bro, you 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 are in this situation because of something like you put yourself in this situation by your past. And I'm not saying that people can't be forgiven for their past, but your past comes up. But he hasn't came out and said anything like, oh, I shouldn't be in this situation or anything I'm not like saying, that. I'm not saying he has. I mean, he's not going to win that anyway. He's but, not. But, but, <laughs> that, was, that would be a but, bad move. I, 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 this, is my, this is my thing. I'm just not really nearly going off to um, defend him. I hear you. You I know what I'm saying? I hear you. And I, like, I, I'm, I'm not doing that in the past does play a, a part in it. You know what I'm saying? But, uh, and what really, what really kind of got me with it is his statement in that conversation he had over the phone. Like, bro, you not really, like, like I'm not going to put effort in supporting you when you're not, like, you're not trying to help yourself. You're All right. So, so one thing, and I'm going to jump to A-Ward. So you were talking about, well, we don't know things about body language, but we understand power dynamics. 
he is the breadwinner for her because they they were engaged. Now, in that conversation, he talks about this was not a match made in heaven, although they're about to have three kids together. Um, you know, y'all be cool. How y'all be cool. But power dynamics. So just that threat could mean physical violence. It could mean I'm about to cut you off for a bit just to just to show you what's up. Like it could mean any amount of things by that statement. Just because he didn't, just because he doesn't say, if you don't shut up, I'm gonna put my, I'm gonna put these hands and feet on you. She got three kids. She got three kids about this man. Don't cut them off. <laughs> but I mean, straight. but he can make it hard just by making her go to court to get the paper. I mean, I get versus it. willingly. I mean, I agree with you. So, I, a word, I want to jump to you and get you in on this topic. Pattern, <clears throat> pattern, pat turn. My friend Pat took a turn it's a it's a quote from the office i've been watching that but um <laughs> but uh that's the, that's the you know really the thing i think i mean there's really not a whole lot more to say i know right <laughs> it's not i mean well, the one thing i did want to say is i know that you've said this on the show before um when we've talked about different players being um uh kicked off the team cut different things is I think more and more we're seeing the necessity it's necessary that you know therapists, counselors, different people that work with players who have this pattern of behavior not just be you know be on site and consistent in their lives for you know I mean Tyreek's been in the league what three going on five going four. on five going on four it'd be four because he's a four year contract so his rookie contract you know okay you right because, yeah and, yeah and and correct me if I'm wrong but I had read that early March. There was a, a a domestic or a child um, a call special. yeah call to the home and then like a week or two later is whenever the actual arm breaking the arm, arm breaking happened in January okay 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 yeah, so yeah. so like you I won't say he's walking on eggshells but he knows who he is right and he knows what you know like when there's smoke there's fire he know you know what I mean and there's just there's just way too much ignorance to continue to put yourself in that position, you know? I agree. And it's evident that through whatever he's been through with him putting hands on her when she was pregnant, that he's not learned anything. Like, I mean, I I, I don't want to put that, but I'm like, it just, it doesn't. So he doesn't really have a lot of ground to stand on when it comes to, you know, they haven't charged me. I'm innocent till proven guilty. Because you have shown me that mentally, even beyond the whole physical side of it, is that I don't trust you I mean, I, over the next three years to not do it again. So hold on, or one do second. it the hold first time second, if you're not guilty, or, or, or to not put yourself in that position again. Right. So I'll, I'll jump to this, and I want to ask y'all some questions so we get get some quick quick response in terms of answers. So you're right. Um, to me, this scenario, I I kind of see Reese's point where we. Let me finish, Lowe's. <laughs> we don't know exactly what he's doing. I feel like based what, on the... What, 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 I'm not what defending Tyreek. No, I'm saying what point did he made that you, that you agree with? The point of we don't know exactly what he's doing to her. We do know. We know what the history, but we don't know what is... We have no proof right now that, that says that he is putting hands on her. We, we do have know proof that he did. And, we're talking and, and, and about she's been threatened. So we're we're so not talking about we're not still talking not about we're talking about proof that he's actually physically we, abused her. Maybe when he not was physical abuse, but we have proof we have of proof. intimidation, of intimidation, of threatening abuse, words, verbal abuse. Absolutely, I agree. that's what I'm saying. Okay. So if you if I can continue, but I'm saying 
But but the point he's making is I don't understand. I don't understand how you agree with what anything I'm not saying I I'm not saying that he's right. I'm saying he has a point of we don't know if he has put his hands on her. Nah, we know for sure. You just said, you know that. The, the statement, the statement you're saying. In this moment. Okay, Lose, say that in this then. moment. Say that then. But I just said, no, did I not just say, hey, you're, we have history you're of making Oklahoma us, State? You're I making, just said the, that. The, the, the statement, you, you say it after the fact. You're, you're, you, made you didn't a, let me finish. No, you, you made didn't. a statement. You, he said, let him, <laughs> no, can you let him finish? Not, you didn't Listen, let me finish. Bro, can you let him finish, bro? Bro, don't say a statement. Don't say a statement and then... After it say at this moment, no, he didn't make it. You didn't let him finish his statement. No, I, I, said, finish. I said I agree with I, Reese. You went what? What exactly? Reese no, said that you no, agree. No, no, listen. You right, did this to me ahead, on the on ahead. the other podcast go too. Ahead. That should not be named. You go did ahead. this to me too. Go ahead. Finish your statement. <laughs> so what I'm saying is, is that we don't know for certain in this situation right now in 2019, not in 20. 15, 2014, when he physically put hands on her at Oklahoma State, we don't know for certain that he puts his hands on her. We know, I think we know beyond, to me, it's beyond a shadow of a doubt that he is going too far in in how he disciplines his child. He is crossing lines that that a father, that a man should not cross. But he never, let me say this, in that recording... And I'm not I'm not defending anything. Let me let me make clear with that. In that recording As you defend. <laughs> I'm stating the facts. All right. The facts is he never said yes or no to anything. The facts is when she <laughs> brought up the hit in the chest, he said, and you whip her with a belt. He never said yes. I I'm, I'm talking this is how wait, wait, wait. this is how this is what how this no, is no. how defense lawyer would defend this. And this is and I'm not defending anything <laughs> either. And and semi devil's advocate, right? But if if Reese tells me we play open chest. I got a clear definition of what open chest is. If my fiance says you were playing open chess, it could be a lot different kind of open chess than what Reese says to me. This is taking a turn that I'm not sure. Like, I'm like, like if he's with. just, I mean, they can't see me, but like, if he was just like, hey man, chill out. And she's like, you're punching him. He's not punching him. Like I, like I said, from the recording, it sounds horrible. But without us actually, just like what Kareem Hunt did, didn't sound that bad until we seen the video. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Yeah. Like, so, so my my thing, my thing is this: I'm not, I'm not defending. I'm like, whatever proof that you have, and it's clear as day. He's he Tyreek Hill has some character issues. I agree there. He has some character issues. Tyreek Hill needs help. I agree there, but hundred percent. I'm saying from the point of what he's been charged for and what this is all about, everything hasn't been proven with evidence to to warrant some of the people and what the fans are saying. Right. I'm not saying he should be clear to anything. I'm just saying let the legal side do their job before we as a people make a judgment. All right. So let me finish. Let me finish my statement. So. Hey, one going to be saying that a lot. We be snitching on people. Man. <laughs> so. Let me make sure I get everybody involved. Let me make sure I get my memory correct. Tyreek is, to me, to me, I feel like he, I don't, I, I don't know what abuse in terms of what, See, this is what I'm saying. This is how I this starts. This is how this starts. I didn't say anything. Did I say anything? Did how, I say anything? So let me, let me, let me go back. Look at your phone, look how at your phone. We, Quit looking at him. How we came up and how we talk about how we got disciplined, I'm pretty sure in today's terms will be considered abuse. Facts. Right? Like, I think, so. Easily. So, again, like, for me, understanding, I understand how I discipline my kid and it's not how, how I grew up. 
Right? My son is six. My mama still got a switch by the bed upstairs. <laughs> she ain't got no kids. Yeah, Ethan, I, told, I told Ethan about a switch. He was like, ooh, I, I, I want one of those. I'm like, nah, you don't want one of those. Now when you tell a kid to pick a switch, it's Nintendo. <laughs> that Bars. is true. That is true. But I feel like no matter what happens with Tyreek, whether or not he is charged, whether or not they don't charge him, to me, Tyreek should not play football this year. This year? This year. Tyreek Tyreek should, him, he himself should come out and say, I'm going to step away from the game. There are things that I, about my life that I need to straighten out, that I need to get that would be big help for him. with. I agree. Number one. Hold on. Let me finish. Yeah. Number two, regardless of what happens, the Chiefs should, whether or not he steps up and, and removes himself from football, whether or not the commissioner does, they need to mandate if he's going to continue to be a member of their team. Mandatory counseling, yep. mandatory psychiatric testing, yep. mandatory anger, uh, emotional. Ca- all, all of that, that needs to happen for him, whether or not he is. And to me, even if they cut him, they should offer that. They should make. They should mandate that for him because too much of what happens in this league is guy messes up, guy gets tossed to the wayside to fend for himself. You drafted him. You took the risk of bringing him on. It is your responsibility to at least see him through this moment. Now, if it's jail time, the 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 system will make sure he gets that. But if he's not going to jail, even whether he's on your team or not, you are responsible for making sure that he gets the help that he needs going forward. Point blank, period. And I hope that with three kids in this world, that he learns how to discipline his children in a way that is emotional, that is emotionally healthy, that is physically safe, and not and not putting them in compromising positions, whether they are hurt, whether he did it or not, it does not look good. Right. And again, in my opinion, he is going. He is crossing the line in how he disciplines his son, and he is verbally threatening to his to his fiance and 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 putting her in uncomfortable situations to agree with Los. When you say "be afraid of me," you are you are that's a trigger. That's a trigger. Whether you meant it to be or not, it is a trigger for someone that you were previously abused. I and I hope that she's getting counseling and getting help as well because she needs it also. Like, I don't want to leave her out of that either. Go ahead, A-Ward. Uh, uh, no, I didn't really have too much to add. Uh, um, th- that, and I'll just say the way the way he called her a bitch was like, like, like he calls her that often. Like, that's how I felt, like, the way he addressed her, like, in... Can we like, say that on this show? We, we can say that on this show? Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. I mean, it's in context, yeah. right? No, right. So, <laughs> I, just, I mean, I, 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 mean, I like, wouldn't, you know, don't you know, get like, too You should be terrified, no. too, of me. You know, like... Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. That sound like That sound like it came off, of, like, smoothly. You know, like... It, it, easy. easy. Rolled off the tongue. You know? To me, I hate to use this word because I, I hate, like, defining people and things like that, but I, I think their relationship as a whole is toxic. Oh, absolutely. Oh, yeah. And absolutely. And I don't feel like... I'm not defending him or what he did because no matter what she said, no matter what she has ever done to him, it still doesn't give him a right to do anything right. or say anything from a self-control standpoint. That's why I self-control. But I do feel like no one knows what she's saying or doing either. You know, none of and that's my whole thing. We just don't know the whole story. Mm-hmm. You know, to, to pass judgment, but it doesn't give him a right. No matter what she has done and said, mm-hmm. to never ever put his hands on him the way he did. And to make those comments the way he did to her, I yeah. I, I agree with that. I agree with Los in that state. In that, so in that are we are we good, mental, Los? Mental. Are we good? I, I I I honestly don't feel like we are. I feel uh, I feel like there are a lot of. I feel like I, I feel like the things are being said that there are some lot of things letting slip under the door, but for the sake of time and this not being my show. 
It's not my podcast. I would. I'm not going to comment on. We can talk after this. Bet it up. Bet it you up. Know what I'm saying. Hey, did you, did did you research that so I can get my my? my. You. I owe you a drink. Thank you. I owe you a drink. You What's Los owe you? Same thing. That's two uh, now. Cause I helped the move. Los never bet. Los never bet. It was just me and you. He secretly did. No, I did not. First of all, you owe me a new pair of shoes. <laughs> <laughs> the TV for the shoes. I can't get a cord. <laughs> when you get the cord, we're even. All right. All right. All right. Go on. Hey, we're back to you. Now, I was just going to just add on there that, you know, the mental in, un- instability um, is just as, if not more, important than some of these situations that you see, like uh, with Josh Gordon, with like you know he he leaves the team to go to rehab because he realizes he has a problem with smoking or drugs or different things like that. But you rarely you know see somebody like make that yeah you know, like conscious decision to say, dang, I I I have anger problems or whatever. I have you know issues that you know uh, of things like this. You know, it's more like a wait and see what the NFL says. Man, if I get a second chance, awesome. You know what I mean? But I think it's just like a real, real uh, important thing. That, That's the uh, only reason I hope that he d- that he does get some type of discipline. Yeah. To force him into help. Because sometimes, honestly, just human beings, period, mm-hmm. you don't choose to better yourself until you lose everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. So I'm going to put two-minute warning, two minutes on the clock. I'm going to go around the room. Are the Chiefs doing the right thing by keeping him on the team as it stands right now? So I, I, it don't matter who starts yes, first. Yes, I think so. I think the Chiefs has actually handled it uh, very well. Uh, I, I think that they learned from the Kareem Hunt situation. Not that I necessarily think that Kareem Hunt would still be a Chief, but I think they could have gone about the Kareem Hunt situation a little bit differently. All right, who next? I will say yes as well. I think they're handling it the right way. Only, in, and I say that now in front of all of this, hoping that the way they're handling it is because they have a plan on the back end to get him some help. So I'm hoping that they're holding on to him that is is in a sense of once whatever punishment comes out or whatever the decision made, we already have our plan in mind of what we're going to do to help him as a man and a father before a football player. Man, I'm telling you, that hope is like putting it all on double zero at the roulette table right now, boy, knowing how the NFL acts. That, but, double, hit, that double zero hits sometimes. Yeah, the, odd, the odds are high. The <laughs> odds are high. They're not in your favor. Los. I do not think they're doing uh, a good job right now. Um, I would like for I, – I, w- I would have liked for them to be more uh, proactive than reactive. I mean, I believe they should have came out and said, hey – we we are here for the family, for the kid, for her and him, and these are things we're going to put in place, and we're trying to help this family. Remove all conversations about football, and start talking about helping a family that's that's obviously having issues. That's my thing. That that's what I care about. So they haven't done that, and that's what I would like for them to do. All right, so just to wrap it up, I mean, I think that's a good way to close it. Um, I kind of echo those sentiments. I am very much, when these things happen, more concerned about the man than I am uh, than I am the player. Um, I saw somebody say on Twitter that, you know, the Chiefs have to make a decision over whether which matters more to them, morals or football. Um, my response to that was, well, you know, we watch a sport where, where these men willingly – put their bodies at risk for our entertainment so i mean there really isn't a the idea of morality in professional sports um is more in theory than it is an actual fact 
Um, and so in this instance, it's possible to have your morals by saying, like you said, Los, let's take make sure the kid is taken care of. Make sure the wife is taken care of. One thing that the NFL Players Association and the league should do is have a uh, hotline for women, um, for players, spouses, wives, girlfriends, so that if things like Tyreek threatening her, she should be able to call a hotline that is confidential that she can talk to that then gets a direct line to to the owner with the pressure to do the right thing, not to cover it up, not to hide it, but to pull him to the side and say, we're pulling you off of team activities because we just got this report. Right. And get it. This is being proactive versus being reactive. A lot of times the women don't want to come forward because there is pressure not to come forward. And that pressure needs to be removed off these women. No woman should have to live in fear. No woman should have to live triggered by words that are that said actually that are said. say that again i think that kind of would get abused by somebody i mean like, you gotta you but that's the i mean that's, but the, chance you, you that's the chance you take but there there needs to be something that people happens that empowers the one all the time people abuse number one all the time i mean it shouldn't be in place right absolutely so y'all let us know what y'all think man hit us up at brains and bars <laughs> hit us up at brains and bars on twitter and facebook man we're gonna jump into this next joint uh <laughs> Let's go ahead. I'm just going ahead and hit play. I'm not even going to introduce you. Matter of fact, I might go. I might go for a back to back on this one. Man, shout out to uh to, to the homie Russell Westbrook. You know, victory lap. I'm prolific, cool with, cool so with gifted. I'm the type that's gonna go get it. No kidding. Breaking down a switch in front of your building. Sitting on the steps, feeling no feelings. Last night it was a cold killer. You gotta keep the devil in his hole. You know what I'm saying? I hear you. I know how it goes. I'm front line every time it's sold. 100 pro flow. Run and shoot pro. 458 drop. Playing bulletproof soul. Every few shows, I just buy some he, new clothes. He's probably gonna be top five MVP votes. Downtown Diamond District jewelers like yo. Hustle, holla at me. I got Cubans on the low. Through the Cancun, smoking Cubans on the road. This song is hard. And dock that saloon just to smoke. Look, listening to music at the Maya ruins. True devotion on the bluest ocean. Cruising, my cultural influence even revolution. I'm integrated vertically, y'all blow it. They tell me hustle, dumb it down, you might confuse me. It's like that weirdo rap you motherfuckers chose to. I'm a urban legend. All right, so shout out to Nipsey Hustle, man. Rest in peace. That's Victory Lap, uh, one of the best albums of 2018. Um, let's go ahead and jump into this next topic, NFL Draft. Uh, we'll start with the hometown team first. Uh, Reese Nichols, you are you are the uh, what? I think Cotton is the what? Cotton is the president? No, he's the GM. You're the scout, right? In our in our make believe world here. Yeah, yeah. You you for some reason you. I'm the president. I made myself the. You made the, yourself. Like I made myself the owner. The owner. Yeah, I made myself the, the GM owner. somehow, and then I think I like the scout or like player personnel. So I'm gonna ask game. you, um, because we're gonna get to uh our boy Daniel Jones here in okay. a second. Yeah. Um, but I just want to get your take on the Chiefs draft overall. What you think? How you think they do? Did sorry. I loved it. Like I honest now, I love it from a from a from a talent standpoint. I love everybody really, but the six round corner wasn't um, not big up on. Him. I think Fitton is his name. What I watched of him is cool. I don't think he makes the team. Yikes! I just don't. I think with the other definitely if they go out and get a veteran corner like I'm thinking they're going to do to bring in. 
um, or making a trade for some other corner, I don't think he even makes the team. He may make the practice squad, but I don't think he makes the 53-man roster unless he's just a special team ace. Besides that, I don't think he makes this roster. Um, but besides that, first-round pick, I mean, second-round pick, well, first-round pick, let's say, is, is, is Clark. So I have to give that an A+. plus. I, I love that trade. Um, I wasn't on board at first with them trading the first-round pick away. I didn't want them to do it. Um, but the more and more I watch, I went and watched the film on, on, on Clark, dude is dominant, man. Um, I think the, the receiver we took first pick when we traded up second round, um, it's going to take a little time for him to develop in a full-blown receiver, but I feel like he can, he can be a receiver that gets you 700 yards and then some other touchdowns for special teams this year. So I think that'll be cool. Can you catch a bubble screen pass? Yeah. And can you run down the field as fast as you can? Yeah, and like and and that's what this offense definitely. If, if Hill's not going to be there, Andy Reid's offense works best when he has a deep threat to take the lid off. That opens up everything else for him. Without that, he has to change so much. So, I'm really loving the 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 free the free safety. I think that's probably the best pick of the draft. And then the, our D tackle man, that dude is a freaking super monster, super athletic. Yeah. I think rotating him in Kalen Saunders with um yeah with um with um Jones. I like our defensive line, period, as far as a team wise. I think that might be the strongest part of our defense right now. Um the running back, um, Thompson, I think is gonna be it's gonna take off, honestly. I think I think he's gonna he's gonna take somebody's roster spot. I don't know who he's gonna be, but he's definitely making the fifty three man roster and I, I he's 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 playing. Is that undrafted free agent signing? No, no. Uh, they drafted him in the sixth the second pick of the sixth round. Okay. Um he's taking somebody's spot. Like somebody's not making the team because of that draft pick, and then the undrafted free agent Williams running back is nice too. So um, they got some, they got some, they got some good picks. That lineman they drafted in in the seventh, he makes the fifty three man roster. I think every draft pick makes it on the roster besides fitting. I think fitting to be a practice squad person. Um, I want to say it's Johnson is one of the undrafted free agents we got off um, from Texas. Is a linebacker. It might not be Josh. I can't remember his name, but dude is super fast. So at the linebacker position, I, overall, I love the Chiefs draft. Um, I gave it a B. You know, you know, B, B, B plus something around there. Not quite an A. The only reason I don't give it an A because I, I do feel like they, at first, I thought they reached for the receiver, but after research, they said the Jets was about traded was about to trade up to get him. So that's why they jumped up and got their guy. And I'm a fan. Go get your guy. Shout out to Cotton. You know, get your guy. Get your guy. So remember that. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Matter of fact, that's a good segue. Uh, Mr. Ward, could you please step to the podium? What's up? I have one question for you. What's up? If Daniel Jones had not been coached by David Cutcliffe, would you be defending him as hard as you are? No. I have a personal tie to David Cutcliffe and the ability to um, know whether a quarterback is set for the NFL or not. Um, but. regardless of that what people don't understand is i am riding hard for daniel jones because everyone is there's nothing but negativity on him and it's not his fault is it negativity on him or is it negativity on gettleman for draft it's on gettleman but you have to understand every tweet that he's seen about him being drafted is a thread of negative things underneath it not only that the giants put unnecessary pressure on him by drafting him at the position that they drafted him at, which is not fair to the kid as well. Not saying that he probably doesn't enjoy whatever 
the bonus is for being drafted six as it, you know, rather than 17. Um, but I just thought that, you know, I thought that one, it's always great because it's New York, right? So we're, we're already scrutinizing it because it's New York. If, if my, if, if Cincinnati picks him at six, there's not all kinds of articles talking about, oh my gosh, how could Cincinnati pick him at six? You know, we're, mm. they're just, we're just saying, oh, Cincinnati has another C minus draft because they reached at six, you know? And two, um, that I, I firmly think that at 17, he was a solid, a, a solid and about where he should have been picked. Um, so, so I said to everybody, yes, then picking him at six was a reach, but when you want to go get your guy, you go get your guy. Now, obviously, there's been the Jones gate this last week of these three teams or two teams were going to draft him. I know it. David Cutcliffe comes out and says, I can't say it, but I know for sure that these teams were going to draft him before 17. Then Adam Schefter comes out and says, I talked to the Broncos and the Dolphins. Neither one of them said they were going to take him. Washington Redskins said, we had our heart set on Haskins. Mind you, nobody's going to say, Washington Redskins not going to say, yeah, we were going to take him because immediately you don't have any kind of confidence. You know, Haskins probably loses confidence and, you know, somebody who's supposed to vie for the starting job. So, so that's why I was kind of riding for him. And two, because I, I think he, I think he's going to be a, a good quarterback. But I'll say this much. Um, reaching at six for a quarterback that you are basically saying is going to sit on the bench for three years doesn't make too much sense considering you could have the next three years to look for somebody that's better than him. So that's kind of what I don't understand. I think he was just talking in that, man. That dude ain't sitting on three years. Eli ain't got no three years. Yeah, I, I don't think so either. Eli's See? done after this year. So, again, that's why I could be a GM. I can get up there and say whatever whatever I want. Facts. <laughs> I mean, because going into the draft, Gettleman said that they were looking for – they were trying to do the Mahomes method, right? They were looking for a guy who will <clears> sit <throat> behind Eli a year, and then he'll be a starter. Mm -hmm. Now, after he makes the pick, he goes, well, maybe we'll do the air. Like, he's basically, like, just kind of planning it by ear. And I don't under – like, if you have a plan, tell me what the plan is. But don't change the plan based on how you're feeling that day. And it seems like he's just kind of flying by the seat of his pants. And now he's out here talking about, well, you know my resume? I built the Super Bowl team in Carolina. Yada, yada. And it's like, okay, it's kind of like um, if you're the man, bless you. If you're the man. Bless me. Thanks. Uh, what, did you see that? <laughs> Y'all seen right. uh, uh, Quentin Williams when he sneezed in the interview? Said, bless me. Thanks. <laughs> you know, he he he's doing an interview and he blessed himself. himself and then thanked himself. Hey, <laughs> ain't nobody else going to do it. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah. But no, nah, man, like, I, I just don't know. If, so. Uh, I just uh, I don't know. I don't know. Popular opinion, um, the Raiders reached at four. Also got criticized reached. more than the Giants reached at six. I agree. I think they're equal. I think they're both because at least Cleveland Farrell was seen as a first round pick. Not top ten. I don't know if Daniel Jones would have gotten taken. If Drew Locke doesn't go in the first round, I'm not sure Daniel Jones goes in the first round. <sighs> Uh, the only other thing I say is that I read a report that says uh, the Giants traded from 37 up to 30 to get DeAndre Baker, and they thought that Daniel Jones probably would have been there at 32. So, um, yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't, I don't necessarily think the Giants did a good job, but I, I think the guy is going to be. 
I think he's going to be a solid quarterback. Yeah, I think he's going to be the second best quarterback out of this draft. Who's the first? Kyler Murray. Ooh, so hold up. You done did a 180 because when we first brought him up, you said you didn't think Kyler Murray was going to be successful in the league. Well, I always say those things in context as to what everybody is building the hype around. Like, I don't think Kyler Murray is going to be, you know, the next. I think this was a horrible quarterback draft. It really was. Period. I don't really believe Haskins is the only guy I halfway believe in. I don't See, believe I don't in believe Drew Locke. I don't believe in Drew Locke. I don't believe in Jones. Now, I, I would love for these gentlemen to prove me wrong. Yeah, by the Drew way. Locke like, got mad because talking about he wanted to be a Kansas City. <laughs> he said that? Yeah, he said he was mad they drafted Mahomes because he wanted to be the face of the Chiefs. Uh, yeah, no. No, bro. No, sorry. sorry. We're, sorry. We're, good. We're, we're good. We're good. <laughs> we're glad. Yeah, I don't. I mean, I think Kyler Murray will have some success. I don't think he'll be that successful. Um, I don't believe in Daniel Jones. And I was listening to Dan Patrick, and he kept bringing up how – he torched Notre Dame, and I'm like, that was one of the worst defenses in college football history. Everybody torched Notre Dame that year. They went into Notre Dame and won. Um, but I just, I guess the thing, eh, I guess I just never seen anyone not be average. It's very few examples of a of a guy being average in college, and then at the pro level, all of a sudden right. reaching a gear. And then the thing that cracks me up is everybody keeps reaching for Tom Brady. It's like okay, yeah, take the one exception to the rule, the one of the greatest exceptions in the in the history of of exceptions to make your point. I just don't I don't know one. I don't know one who went on to be I mean, I think a he ends up starter. I, I I think he ends up like a uh, Andy Dalton, uh a uh, Andy Dalton or a Kirk Cousins. Why would you wish that evil on that man? <laughs> Why would you do that? So when you're you know, obviously when you're drafting a quarterback, um Everybody wants to land a franchise quarterback, right? Mm -hmm. The idea of this franchise quarterback. But in all honesty, how many franchise quarterbacks are there in the last 15 years? Not that many. This is my point. Right. This is this is my point of So you then you have to back then you have to backpedal and say if I can land a Matt Ryan, which I, I kind of think Matt I th Ryan I think is Matt Ryan's a franchise, franchise quarterback. If I can land, you know, um even an Andy Dalton or something like that, I I can still position myself you know, to where we can make a run and possibly, you know, I mean, obviously the Patriots won Super Bowl without um, a franchise caliber quarterback. We know Tom Brady's a franchise quarterback, but I'm saying like what he does on the field is not, you know, this year, this past this year, year, he was yeah. not, he was more average than, than exceptional. Right. So I, I, I can, I see what you, see what you, you know, point. So, so, you know, Rex Grossman can, you know, you can get to, to a, a Super Bowl, Bowl with Brad with, Johnson, Trent Dilfer. Yeah. So, List goes on and on. Um, so I don't necessarily think it's a bad thing if he ends up like an Andy Dalton. You know, hopefully, you know, he makes the playoffs and actually wins a playoff game. Yeah, you just have in those cases, Eli. You you gotta make yeah, chill. You gotta make sure and that Los is the, not the Brady Slayer, the not the Brady, Brady Slayer. The Brady Slayer. Address him correctly. The, uh, please say his name fully. Eli Manning, the, the Brady Slayer. The Eli bum. is average, man. Eli the average twice. Actually, the Giants' defense slayed Thank Brady you. twice. Okay. okay. Eli made a few great passes. Hey, do you remember when Strahan threw that joint to uh, Burris in the end zone? Remember yeah, when, yeah, yeah, when yeah. Strahan? I, I, like, yeah, I remember Strahan yeah. hitting hitting Brady over <laughs> and over again. Right. But anyway, anything else from the from that from the that draft? Y'all want to hear? Do you think Harmon can turn into a Tyreek Hill caliber receiver? Uh, I I don't want to put those expectations no. on it. I watched Miko Harbin like basically all year, and I didn't. He never gave me like 
I just think that what happened is y'all just saw a whole bunch of highlights on draft day, and <laughs> it just happened to be that he's replacing somebody that is a fast. I, I don't even think. But he nobody was. thought Tyreek would be where he is either. Yeah, yeah nobody. No, thought no, 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 But you, but you saw, you saw kind of like what he could be at Oklahoma State. You got you got glimpses of it, and I don't. I didn't watch enough Georgia football to make that to yeah. make that case for Harvey. Yeah, you know. But let's look at the the Georgia wide receivers too that have come out. You know, Conley. I mean, you got well, Conley, Conley. Yeah, Conley, you got uh, uh, Michael, uh, dude that just retired. I forget his name. You got Malcolm, uh, Malcolm Mitchell. He Mitchell. had to retire. Yeah. I think if he could develop into a good route, AJ runner, Green, he'll have a great. Yeah, a great AJ career. Green's probably the last one that would, or the only. If he puts the runs, Tyreek put a lot of work in. To be de- develop himself as a route runner. If Harmon puts And that- let's be honest, Tyreek also benefited from the quarterback that he had this year, too. So, like, yeah. But I mean, he did Kelsey. put up numbers. He put up numbers before, but. Alex. This was his first Pro Bowl as a receiver, right? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yep. All right. Anything else from the NFL draft y'all want to hit? We can hit this last topic and get Packers out of here. Packers had a great draft. Man. Moving on. <laughs> Cowboys did it. I'm chilling. I'm chilling. Our draft wasn't bad. All right. I'm chilling. It was average. Go ahead. See? Yikes. Just like All right. Packers. Let me get into this uh, last song while y'all continue to argue then. Uh, uh, Packers had a better draft than the Cowboys. This bro. all I know is Lowe's was not happy with Vander Blue getting drafted. I wasn't. And now he's nice. And now oh, like Vander him. Esch. Vander and Blue Vander played Esch. basketball. Oh, listen, listen. I'm listen. About, listen. I'm about to say, who? <laughs> I, I, I know you something. Listen, here's the thing. I may not. Like, there are players I don't like, but if they come out nice, I, I listen, hey, I'm not the scout. I'm not the people. Hey, draft these dudes and see what they are. I was wrong. Last night took an L, but tonight I bounce back. This for you, Kareem Hunt. Also, why I hate it. This is why I think uh, the Chiefs are not cut. Last night took an L. Tonight I bounce back. Shout out to Hood. I asked for the clean break. I don't know if I got the clean break. I don't see a game inside. That does not sound like a clean break. But maybe, you know what? They don't, I don't think they consider the posterior. I don't know nobody. Oh, nobody. Always on the fucking job. Oh, it's clean. It's clean. It's clean. <laughs> I'm alone, bro. I'm more than my phone. No, leave me alone. Me That's on my own. No, look, I got a bit rough like an edit. My daddy is genetics. I heard you know it's pathetic. The contrast to be shredded. To my dogs on the private jet from the public house, and I kept a G. Yeah, 1,000 click stars that are like the Paramount money. Everything I do is righteous. Betting on me is the right risk. Even in a f-ing crisis, I'm never on some switch of sides. I switch gears to the night shift. Blacking out because I'm enlightened. God talks to me in silence, but I hear him every time, man. Thank you, God. God bless you. Thank you. Last night took an L, but tonight I bounce back. Wake up. Oh, oh, yeah. I was listening to that yesterday. I'm like, fuck that. Last night took an L, but tonight I bounce back. Boy, I've been broke as hell. Catch the check and bounce back. That music. If you're a real one, then you're a lot of bounce back. Yeah. All right, that was Bounce Back from Big Sean. This is the Reese Nichols special edition playlist. Los, next time you in the building, we're going to let you, let you you know, you'll get the ox cord. You know what hey, I'm saying? Los going to do good with the ox cord. Los does good with the ox cord. Hey, I know what I'm doing with that thing. Can't hate him, dude. He better than Ricky. Yikes. It's not, it's not, that's not, it's not hard That's a low do. bar. Yeah, it's a low bar. <laughs> Saying I'm better than Ricky is like, it's like an insult to me. You know My, bad. My bad. My you bad. Know, a bunch of logic. Bunch of logic. <laughs> All right, so NBA playoffs, man. You know, um, last night Warriors took Game Two against the Houston Rockets, up 2-0. And um, first of all, let me say this, man. Houston, y'all laying in a mug for sending that report. Here comes the hypocrite. The Here comes the hypocrite. What you mean? How- Wait, why? Did they snitch? 
It's lame because it's weak. But they were. They said no. It's weak. They, wow. I'm not saying they. I'm not saying nothing about being no snitch. I'm talking about. Wait, hold it's on. Weak, Let me look so, at the. I'm gonna look at the nah, word document. Man, I cut it the out. word document you sent me. Hold on. For tonight's show. Oh, I did say they lame for snitching. <laughs> <laughs> mm. <laughs> oh. Touche. Touche. You got me. You got me. They are lame for snitching, man. Like, look, y'all lost the game. Y'all lost the game. Y'all can't be out here mad. If they going down, everybody going down. (laughs) (laughs) He started it. (laughs) He sent the report to Houston. You know what I'm saying? I'm just saying, man. Here you go, Harden. (laughs) Y'all missed 27 straight threes in a row. Man, I don't want to hear nothing about no miss. And it, granted, I guess the report was they over 27 the, in a row? 27 the in a row. The report is about a game last year. I mean, I know that. Yeah. Well, I, mean, I thought it was missed calls over the over the entire series, right? Yeah, so it's like something saying, like 80-something yeah. calls or something yeah. like that where they they miss over the whole over the entirety of the series. It's like, bro, like it happens. Like it's 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 not like they were trying to screw y'all. Now, I get, granted, Sunday, Clay Thompson was definitely not giving Harden a place to land. Like he was, they were. He was not given a place to land. The Drake, the last one. At the we would have had them refs in the March Madness. Oh my God! Here we go. Here we go. But yeah, man. I mean, like they were. They're lame, y'all lame for snitching. Y'all lame for out here putting this report out into the public that they that they missed all those calls when they had when the Warriors could do the same thing. Um, James Harden, the Rockets have to understand the first round they allow you to have those calls. This happened to them three years ago. So the rip through move now. With the rip through, if you do the you rip through, you don't get three shots. You don't get three shots. But in that in that series against Oklahoma City, James Harden ripped through his way to a bunch of free points at the free at the free throw line. When they got to playing the Spurs in the second round, they stopped giving him the call. Then the Spurs went an extra measure of guarding him with their hands behind their back, so he couldn't even even get that because on top of that, he was doing that move where he would hook you mm-hmm. on the drive and then throw his throw the ball up in the air and get the foul shot. Yeah. Once you face better competition, Houston, you're not getting that call. But let me ask y'all, this series is done, right? Done. So it, no chance. Series isn't done until you lose at home. At home, yeah. That's right. Yeah, so I think it's over. It's done. You gotta beat you have to beat Golden State four times in five games. It's not happening. Like four times, including at least once on their floor. It's not happening. This series is over. All right, so let me add, let me tell you why the series is start. over. Here's why the series is over. It's because Golden State hasn't really played well at all in the first two games. They played hard, but I don't think they played well. I thought they played pretty well. Then this in this in game two, I thought they played pretty well. They played all right. Kevin Durant played yeah. well. <laughs> but, um, I just I just feel like that Golden State like like they're not just like you know. Uh, I think there's there's another gear that Golden State can kick it into, and I I actually think Golden State wins Game Three. Double digits, by double digits. Yeah. No, I won't say that. I'll say that. I mean, they haven't won by double digits yet. Now they're going to Houston and they're going to win by double digits. Yep. Nah. Cause they they'll kick it up a notch. Yeah. All right. So let me ask y'all this: Is is? Oh wait, do we have a bet? Do we have a bet? Okay. Okay. Somebody's scared. Somebody's scared. I think so. I, 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 I can't think somebody owes me. For the Lakers not making a playoffs, I, 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 oh. I believe me and Reese bet. No, that's not what we bet. I do owe you, but that's not that's not okay, what it's for. It but until you remember what it is, I don't owe you anything. Bro, that's Yikes. so whack. <laughs> bro, that is whack. Nah, that's real. I, bro, I would do whack. the same thing. I know what the bet is for. 
Nah, ain't my job to remember that's that. That's whack, yo. <laughs> I know exactly what the bell was for. Man, it wasn't them making the playoffs. Never get that cord. Yikes. Hey, man. All right, so let me ask y'all this. <laughs> Almost made a Tyreek Hill statement. Let me chill out, man. <laughs> that that yeah. cord was never. Yikes. I'm about, I'm, about, I'm about to send you a picture of me cutting that mug. All right, man. It's all made a Tyreek Hill statement, man. Y'all ain't going to get me on record saying nothing. Yikes. Did they one snitch on me? Leaky. Hey, man, I, I wasn't here. I wasn't here. I, I didn't hear. I hear no evil. See no evil. All right, so is KD, is KD making a statement for best player in the world right now? Not KD, a statement. It's done. KD is the best player in the KD world. KD is the best player well, in the world. Named LeBron. Man. Period. I ain't got no argument for me. I feel like he's been that for three years. I agree. Oh, I, I, that's I why I looked know. at him. That's why I at looked least, at him. At least last year and this year. Ever since he hit that Ever since he walked LeBron. right in LeBron's face and hit that shot like <laughs> LeBron. Said, do something. <laughs> said, excuse me, young man. <laughs> do something. And ever since then, bro, ever since he did that, I said, "That's the, it's yeah. KD's lead. Okay. I, I, no one can stop him. This is true. He this does true. what he wanted to do, and he's doing it on the defensive end too now. This is true. He's doing it on both. He's doing it on both ends. Uh, yeah. I mean, I, I ever since. So here's my thing with KD. KD is someone that I've called a beta player forever. I do not mean that as a diss. I mean that in in the in how Jordan winning and and was the be all end all for him. Yeah. It doesn't matter to KD like that. Like he wants that. to win, but for him, it's not like. He gonna lose sleep. Run it back, game. yeah. Like, like he he's not gonna lose sleep over. Um, he has interests off the court. I feel like it's the same. I feel like him and LeBron are the same in the nature. Except LeBron is passive aggressive about it. LeBron will tell you, I don't have anything to prove. But then he's on Instagram talking about, man, I just passed Jordan. His phone screen has a picture of him and Jordan. He's chasing ghosts. Like he's saying all this stuff at the same time. I telling you, he has nothing to prove in that right. way. So. Yes, I I do agree. KD is uh, he's the best player. I was wanting to throw Giannis in there, but nah, KD is unstoppable. KD I mean, right now gotta, to me, you got to prove it in the playoffs before yeah. I ever even like Giannis got to develop a little bit more to his game. Yeah, and I mean right ever ever since he said I thought I saw a stat that said before he said I'm Kevin Durant. You know me. I think he was averaging like 22 points a game, and now it's something like 36 yeah. after that statement. It's almost like it's almost like a person realizing just how powerful they are. Uh, I won't no no no, no Yeah, no spoilers. I was yeah. about to say there's a couple of people who got to show off they a, a little bit more of their true power in Avengers. We mm-hmm. talked about this, Los. You you know who we talking about? Like he realizes I now. No I think KD realized now that he's unstoppable. What do you know? Like I still think he realizes it. I think he he feels he's the best player in the world, and he's having a Jordan esh type playoffs right now. Are we all like in that. agree that once they beat the Rockets, there's nobody? Portland can at least go take them six. If they get Denver, they're sweeping them. Yeah. If they get Denver, they're going to run. they nobody on the walk East. Walk dogs. The Celtics, not. The Celtics are going to make it interesting. Listen, Brad they're Stevens. They're going to make it interesting. Brad bro. Stevens. The Celtics game, don't got enough shooters. Brad Stevens game manager, greater than, greater than Brad Stevens people manager. Part of the reason that the Bucks were struggling, again, he can he can put put a game plan together. So he's going to make. I'm not saying they're going to win, but they're going at least six. If Eric Bledsoe getting thirty plus, that's one game. That's one game. Like 
I, I, you got I, N plus. They, I look think at all the Celtics can compete. Hit. I think they'll make it. I don't think they're gonna beat them. But I think they can make it interesting against anybody. And I said that before. I said that once but, the Celtics but, get but to the playoffs, like the Raptors, it's a problem. No, the Bucks will make it interesting though. The 76ers will get swept. Yeah, because they don't have. They're not. Their they bench don't, is terrible. Yeah, they're not deep enough. Portland done in five against the Nuggets. Yep. Portland done in five against the Nuggets this year. Yep. I, I, I I'm not betting against Dame. I'm not betting against Dame. I think I'm gonna Young go man. Portland in seven. So you have another bet off on the table. Oh, he don't pay the, bets. So he, <laughs> you, you don't pay bets. <laughs> I, I pay. I pay bets. People remember what the bet was. Nah, bro. You was. Hey, bro. You know we made a bet and you lost. So what, give, what, so what, give lost. us bread. What bet did we it make? It doesn't matter. You know you lost. How can I pay something I that you don't know? I can see if you just never brought it up. But you are admitting to making a bet, and you are admitting that you lost a bet, and you admit that you don't want to pay why the bet. I, why would so, I give somebody on, some wait. money if they don't understand? Don't what even know why I'm giving them money. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. What's bet? What's worse, a snitch or someone who won't own up to their bets? Equal. What, I, what bet? Oh, I owned up to it. What bet? Who won't pay their? Who won't pay off their bet? Have Let I always paid you this. your bet? Have I always paid you your bet? Let me ask you this: If if have if, I always paid you every bet before this? If the light bill said you owe $100, but then never sent you an invoice for it, are Would you, you going to go up there and tell him? You better pay it, because then they're going to hit you with that 500 when they realize they <laughs> they, they, they ain't sent the bill. Then they're going to hit you with saying, hey, you owe us 500 for hey, back pay. But if I call right, them and say, if I call, if I call them and I say... <laughs> If I called them and say... Who was that analogy for? I'm like... If I called them and said, I owe you some money, and they say... I don't know what you owe me some money for. I'm gonna say thank you, sir. Have a nice day. I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say, all right, bet. Hey, send it. We want PayPal. You want Cash App, or yeah, that, you want us bring it by? That's kind of a send bad me the invoice, Los. All right, yo, can we can we settle this right now? If Los tells you how much it was, will you tell him what it was and pay him? Yeah. It was ten. Yeah. I know it was ten. The bet was that that the, the, the Lakers would pick up Melo. All Before right, the season so, was over. So, I got you. All right. I like it. That's your bit of the problem yeah, solving there. I'm getting five of that, right? Nope. <laughs> I'll send you five. I'll send you your booking fee. All right. <laughs> you get five bro, I want my 10, no, bro. No, no. Bro, did that not the, so you're not paying a bet again. <laughs> no, you're not getting. I want my $10. But if we both did the yard work, I mean, you shouldn't get the whole $10, right? You should split it with somebody that helped you get the money. This is true, too. I want my ten dollars, and that was the bet. That so you remember that bet now? People's Court, Judge yeah, Wa- George Wapner. Um, rest in peace. Can you please somebody, whoever, whoever's in People's Court, help us out? All right, so we got. So who's coming out the East? Let's close this up so we can close out the show. Celtics. Celtics out the East. Low. So you got. Yeah, no comment. No comment. All right, Al Capone. Toronto. Al Capone in the house. Uh, ooh, Toronto can make it interesting too. Like, so here's the thing. I'll say this as we close. Toronto, everybody but Philly that's left right now can make it interesting. They can make Golden State work for it. I don't think they can beat Golden State. Um, right now, KD's a cheat code. If they get Denver, it's oh, it's a wrap. They're going to walk their dogs. Portland can take them six. I think I Portland can at least take them six. In order for Golden State to lose, they have to play terrible. Or Thanos has a snap so, half their squad away. And so that's like that's the only like they have to play they have to play terrible or a big injury. That's the only way they're losing. There's no team that can match up their best and and, and beat only way they lose is the, if KD uh, gets State. hurt. Only way what do you say? If KD gets hurt. If KD gets hurt, then then I say they're done. Okay. But you they're still gonna take you at least six games. Man. To be done. 
I'm a ride. I'm a ride the Brad Stevens wave. I think I said Philly at first, um, but I'm a ride the Brad Stevens wave and say he can scheme them to the finals. Yep. Uh, where they're losing six games to the uh, to the Warriors. So um, I appreciate you guys listening, man. Y'all let us know what y'all think about the NBA. Hit us up at Brains and Bars on Facebook and Twitter. Um, please remember you can go to SoundCloud.com backslash Brains and Bars to check out every episode of the podcast. Um, you can hit us up also by going to Spotify. Google Play, Google Podcasts, iTunes, or Anchor. Search hashtag Brains and Bars. You'll be able to pull up every episode of the show there. Um, AmpedEntertainment.net. No, Ampedenter- no, just Amp Records. Amprecords.net. Right? Amprecords.net. going to be up, back up pretty soon here. Shout out to the homie, things. the humble one, for holding us down once again. Oh. Go to Puss and Boost Gaming. The S's are fives. Check out his new video. Um, I forget the title, but it's on Resident Evil 2 Gameplay. Shout out to the homie, the Los Factor, same difference podcast, the Los Factor 816.blogspot.com. Check out all his blogs. I am award.com. Check out all the battles. He's got a battle coming up against Matt Flex a few weeks in town business, KLTD, Oakland. I wish I could be there. Cop the pay per view, though. Um, and until then, man, I think that's it. So we'll holler at y'all. We appreciate y'all once again for listening. Please comment, rate, and subscribe. We would like five stars. Please do not give, four, give us four starters. Four stars if you do. If you think about it, go get your girl. She'll give us five stars. Anyway, um, until next time, I'm A1 for A War. You listen to another episode of It's a Black and White thing. We holler at y'all. Deuces.